What's up, Simple Church? It's Jonah, the high school pastor, and I want to welcome y'all to the very first Drive podcast. Now, if you're like, wait a sec, where's Evan, or isn't this supposed to be the Parent Stuff podcast? Don't run off just yet. We have an exciting change that's going on in Simple Church right now. We've introduced there are, for the very first time the Simple Church Podcast Network. And so this year, we've already introduced new podcasts like the Blessed is She podcast for girls, led by our very own Reagan Hodge, one of the juniors at Houghton. We introduced the Never Too Young podcast for students, led by Max Ellis and Reagan Hodge's co-host. And then next month, I know we're going to be launching a podcast led from the middle school pastor, Blake, called the That's Neat podcast. Today, I'm introducing a high school one called The Drive Podcast. Now, it's not a high school podcast as that it's only geared and you should only listen if you're a high school student. Instead, The Drive Podcast focuses on a self-driven faith. So what we'll do is we'll be bringing along students and parents and other adults and talking about what it looks like to have a self-driven faith and how to create that while people are still in high school and how to develop that even if you're out of it. So to do that today, we brought in some of our favorite Simple Church people. So I brought along Ella Sims and Landon Sims. Ella is one of our new ninth graders in the Simple Church high school ministry, and she, even though she's young, has a faith that, honestly, everyone, as you will listen, you're going to know that she has a lot to share, and there's so much to learn from. Landon and Lily are an amazing couple and have been at Simple Church for so long, and they are just awesome. They're joyful. They're phenomenal, and they're just so loving, and they have a par- their parenting skills are just like stuff that even me and Laura have so much to learn from. So without further ado, to introduce what the Drive podcast looks like, what we're doing, and like what it even means, let's listen in and see what they have to say. All right, everyone, welcome to the very, for the very first time to the Drive podcast. Um, so today we're going to be talking about our new high school ministry podcast, and obviously we've already mentioned it a couple of times, but it'll be called Drive. And so a lot of y'all might be asking, like, why in the world did you choose Drive? And so to help explain that and the heart behind it, I brought in some of our favorite high school families. And so one of our favorite high school families, the other just a single one. But anyway, uh, so we brought around along Ella and Landon Sims. So say hey, everyone. Hey. Hello. All right. So let's tell us a little bit about yourselves. Oh, I'm in ninth grade. I go to Benton High and I'm in soccer band and in FCA. So I have a lot of free time. Yeah, y'all have been so busy recently. Like, it's been hard to schedule this. It's a big deal. Check. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm an old man, and I'm a dad, <laughs> and a husband. And, yes, it's been – this time of year is always that way. You know, wife's a teacher, kind of get geared up for school. So, yeah, it's been – this, this time of year always gets us a little bit. Yeah, it's the kickoff of everything. And so even the summer's busy, but this is a lot. Um, and so for those, just to clarify visually, um, Landon's not old in any way, shape, He's or middle-aged. form. He's middle-aged. Anyway. I feel so old. Don't worry about it. I have a beard that's old, and then I have a body that's old. So. Hey, I have a beard. That's double, cool. I'm old now. Double um, old. I'll take it. I'll take whatever I can get. Uh, so for the just theme of the Drive podcast, I wanted to ask you all start out question. What is the your favorite trip you've ever been on? Mine was big stuff because I've never been to the beach before because my dad doesn't like the water. Surprise, surprise. But anyway, it was a lot of fun because I was able to meet a lot of new people and swim in the beach. I mean, swim at the beach. Yeah, that's the way to say it. All right. So wait, 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 wait. I think pause before anything else, but Landon? I'm here. What do you mean you don't like the water? You know, sometimes it's dangerous, you know. So like, are you talking about sharks, jellyfish, or pee? I think <laughs> <laughs> those are big I, things. I think there's a lot of things to be scared of in the ocean, 
but you know, serious things like can happen. Bad things can happen where you're out and about. Okay, and so like the oh, way the waves are gigantic. There's people yeah. you don't know. Well, There's okay, at, at our, our at our camp resort, the waves are not gigantic. By the okay. way, we wish it were a little bit bigger, but that's so oh, sad that's sometimes. Why do you but think she got to go to that one? Yeah, that's I fair. Mean, <laughs> you're like it's safe. It's in the Gulf, basically. Yeah, this, this is better. <laughs> uh, no, you know, um, hmm. I just I never really enjoyed going into the ocean or anything. Yeah. I like water in general. <laughs> swimming pools are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no sharks in most swimming There's, pools. Yeah, the majority sharks. of them, at least. Might be snakes every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, uh, experience that. But I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of snakes. No, he does so. not like swimming pools. The first time we moved here and we went to our apartment pool, we stayed there for 20 minutes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, do you guys want to go home?" Like, we're four and seven. We don't want to leave the pool. <laughs> On the bright side, I can understand just because of how pale I am. I, I'll burn easily. But, yeah, so Big Stuff, uh, for those who don't know, Big Stuff's our high school camp we take every single summer. And so we go to Panama City Beach, and it's an amazing trip. And so, like, we love it. It's on the co coast in Florida, and it's awesome. Um, and then y'all, you went for the first time as a ninth grader. And then, like, I know your mom actually came as a leader. And so, Lily, y'all both were awesome on that trip. Yeah. It's one of our favorite things we do every year. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. I know Lily got to meet, a, make a lot of relationships. Yeah. Um, she spoke on a lot of people she got to meet. She yeah. had a good time. I love seeing, like, uh, we had some new, we had three new first, no, yeah, three new first-time uh, female leaders or more, I think. And, like, all of them seeing, like, all of a sudden, like, first day one, they were all sitting together, hanging out, joking, and, like, all of them, I don't think any of them knew each other prior, and, like, all of a sudden, all of them were so close, and it was so cool to see. Landon, what do you think is your favorite trip you've ever been on? Oh, my gosh. Um, man, I went to watch some baseball games as a kid with the family. And are, you a, are you a baseball fan? I am a baseball fan. Do you, do you like baseball cards? I do like baseball cards. I like baseball games. I like people who like baseball games. I like everything baseball. But I did. I got to go to Houston, I think it was, and watch some games down there. And so, What's your favorite baseball team? Oh my gosh! You know, my favorite player went from Boston mm -hmm. to the Dodgers, Ooh. and it's like, did your allegiance move? Or I just like both teams. Okay, so I like. That's I fair. still like Boston, and I like. I like the Dodgers. You know, someone's a real fan. Okay, don't don't crucify me on this, guys. But like, you know, someone's like an, an avid fan. Whenever they talk about like liking a team that's not from somewhere like they're at like <laughs> you know like i know there's a whole uh, don't kill me saints fans and cowboys fans and astros fans and rangers fans and all those teams and stuff but i just mean like if you've done the research enough to really like a team that you're not even near that's cool that's like you're really caring about it that's cool i definitely agree i have some people i work with it's it's a smorgasbord of what Word team do you like day. yeah smorgasbord it is a word of the day. I just scored eight <laughs> points. I'm, I'm winning right now. <laughs> Wordle. That didn't fit. But anyway, um, yeah, and so also for reference, like y'all, you do have a lot of baseball cards, don't you? Isn't that one of the things that you did? I do. I've I've uh, hoarded them since I was like six years old. And again, we talked about it earlier. I'm an old man <laughs> with an old beard. So had them a long so. time. But yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll let it go. Time. All right, so for adults, um, we're doing the drive podcast, and I wanted to stick for like a real quick thing theme of driving. So like, for adults, driving is not something new. Like the obviously, the majority of us are always paying attention to all of our surroundings and are always keep keeping to the best <laughs> of our safety reasons and stuff. But the majority of adults don't really think about driving a lot. Like they're not really worried constantly or thinking about that. But in high school, driving is kind of like 
a big focus. Like they're excited. A lot of students, do you think Ella's a lot of students are excited to drive? Oh yeah. A ton. It's kind of like the milestone. If there's like a symbol for like high school, it's a lot of time just a steering wheel or car keys or something like that. That scares me to death. By the way. <laughs> hey, we're <laughs> actually going to get to that in a sec. Ella, have you started practicing driving at all um, or do you have, how do you feel about driving in general? I'm excited, but I don't think my parents are going to want to teach me. So I rode a four wheeler with my uncle and I almost hit a tree and like that was really rough. Because it was out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. He's right there. I told you again. This sounds. This is. But scary. you knew about it. This is scary. Yeah. And well, Cooper did worse than I did. He hit almost two and almost flipped me off. <laughs> I love the but Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ran into a tree that makes it okay because Cooper does. Yeah, exactly. That's worse. He did two trees, so two technically trees. double. Yeah. That's. No. Actually, yeah, I flipped a four-wheeler and almost got a lot of pain. Uh, like, oh. I really got it, almost really got injured. I got, like, dragged on a road whenever I was in high school. And so four-wheelers are not as safe as cars for some of those who do not know. That is Just true. like to clarify, my four-wheeler had no airbag for some reason. Anyway, um, as it as it rolled over me and dragged me into a ditch. It was great. Um, but anyway, I was safe. We were all fine. Um, my dad, I drove home that day, and my dad cared so much, he said, what'd you do to the four-wheeler? As I walked in, and my pants legs are ripped, and I'm, like, <laughs> bleeding, and I'm like, come on. And he's a police officer. He was like, I could tell you're fine, all right? <laughs> he's a great dad. I'm not... He's a great dad. He's a great dad. Just to clarify, that sounded really bad. But anyway, okay, so you're excited. Yeah. Little nervous. I'm definitely nervous. Yeah, and that's honestly, there's, okay, recently at one of our parent lunches for the first time I said, so like, okay, raise your hand if you're in this room and you're nervous about driving, uh, like about your children driving. And like everyone raises their hand <laughs> except for one couple. And I'm like, and I, without, not a moment of, grace for me i literally said and i said their child's name and i said you're not nervous about blank driving <laughs> and he's like dude i'm a police officer we've spent a lot of time focusing on how to drive with him and i'm like okay never mind never mind, it makes sense but anyway but the majority of parents yeah literally it's a struggle um and then ella real quick if you are driving what is your dream car if I you were to get one i don't care as long as i don't have to pay for it which probably won't happen, but because I'm probably gonna have to save my money. But I really want a truck. A truck, really? I want one so I can just throw everything in the back, and it would be really easy. Uh, uh, that's not as easy as you think, by the way. There are plenty of times when I've had to pull over on I-20 because Wait, a lot of things blew out the back of my truck. It's also like a harder treadmill. to flip a big truck. So like. But it is easier to hit things because it's a big hey. truck. So that's and they're they're they you can but you can get hit and barely move, and the other cars are like ouch. I like that. I like so that it's a lot safer. I, I drive a truck now. It's my. It used to be my dad's, and I bought it from him, and I love it. It's actually what I learned to drive in when I was in high school. And then I moved to this really tiny car, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I can park anywhere now. It was cool. Um, but also in Mauriceville, Texas, if you didn't drive a truck, you weren't a man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn. I learned, uh, I learned how to drive a truck when I was a kid, but it was a standard. And, oh, my gosh, I haven't driven one in so long, but it was so complicated to learn the – intricacies of hitting the clutch and hitting the gas or hitting the gas and hitting the clutch, changing the gears. I, it freaked me out as a, as a kid. I you don't have to worry about that. Ella. I don't think, I don't think you're going to drive a standard. Most likely. Absolutely. She will not. Have I've one of those. never driven in a standard in my life. I don't know what to do it. I There's don't know. No way. The closest I've ever come is like an arcade game. And they're like, 
<laughs> what? Why? Why isn't it just switching? Like anyway, it's weird. I'm like, why are there numbers? Why have you? Lo- why have you lost every single time you played this game? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I actually am so bad. I don't even do them. Also because I like tickets and you don't get tickets for them. Anyway, um, and then Landon, do you actually have a dream car? <laughs> you know, I when I was a kid, I went and looked at this El Camino. It's like the, it's like a truck looking car. You know, yeah. it's old school. I went and looked at one. I thought it would be so cool to have one of those and. My dad went with me, and I think he was like, yeah, that's cool, but you, you probably don't need that. And anyway, I didn't buy the car, but I used to think it would be really cool to roll around in an El Camino. Roll around in an El Camino is a great segue for this because, Landon, my question is, is are you a good driver? Um, <laughs> I, I'm a very cautious driver. There's wood in front of me that I can knock on <laughs> if I say anything right here. Okay. <laughs> So you can always be careful, but no, I, I I try to be careful and cautious. I drive a lot, actually, mm-hmm. probably 100,000 miles every three years. So I'm out there a bunch, probably driven half a million. In her lifetime, I've probably driven a million miles. You'll wear out a car right there. I can. <laughs> how, many, how many miles do you think your car has right now? Um, I usually drive about 30,000 miles a year. So Okay. You know. Hey, that goes up. That moves up quick. Yes, it does. I think I'm getting... I'm working towards that 200 mark, which a truck is like, ha, baby. Um, <laughs> so I'll be getting that driving of mine until like, you know, 500. Just change probably. the oil. Just change the oil. Dying. Don't, forget. Don't yeah. forget to change the oil. That's it. I have a notification on my dashboard that started two days ago. Change oil, change needed. Anyway, um, but yeah, we take care of it. Um, but anyway, uh, Ella, do you agree? Is your dad a good driver? Um, he's very cautious. And um, compared to my mother, he is. Because, um, you see, my mom, when she first started driving, everybody thinks I'm going to take after her. Because she has bad directions, and I do too. And Dad has good directions, and my brother does, which is kind of unfortunate. But you see what happened when she first started driving. Um, her dad thought she knew more than she did. So they went out on a field, and um, apparently there was, like, a tractor there. So she started driving. And, like, do you know those, like, <laughs> things, those sharp things on the tractor that, like, pick Yeah. Things? Yeah, she ran right into that, and it went through the car and, like, completely damaged it. Failure. Yeah, so she wasn't the best driver, and I really hope I don't take after that. I'm just going to be honest, though, right here. Uh, that sounds bad for my wife, okay? But I feel like she's a really cautious driver because every she's time I get Well, now she would be. Well, every time I get in her car, you know, the, the rearview mirror mm-hmm. is pointed directly where the kids are. Like, she always has her eyes on the kids, right? Always. Wait a second. Am I not talking about being focusing on the road right now? Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, wait a second. What? Any, anytime, <laughs> any, any, anytime she drives my car, it's like the rearview mirror is faced right on the kids. So I look at it I'm like, you know, at least she's watching the kids. I think by that, it sounds like she's a really good parent. She is. And she always might need to work on the driving part. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Because like, isn't it supposed to be driven behind she is, she is an amazing yes. parent. So. I, I love, and honestly, I'm one of the people, we have for Becca, we have literally the car mirror. So, like, my mirror looks at her mirror, looks at her. And that is it's special. super cool. Because you can actually see her face because it's, it's rear-facing car seats. And so, like, I can see her face because I can look in my mirror and see the mirror on the seat that faces her. And so I can see if she's doing all right or smiling. And when she gets really, really quiet and I'm like, I really want to pull over and go look. Now I can look in the mirror and see it. Is that something they've been, is that new? I don't I'm know. I haven't had a child 10 years ago. <laughs> I had no, a child for new. nine months, actually 10 months today. And she's 10 months today on the, when we're recording this. I'm going to look into that. I'd like to know how long uh, that's been around because that's pretty special. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. My mom's friend has one in the back of her car and I thought it was creepy because we got in the car and it was like up there on her screen. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? Okay. But that's a screen. That's more <coughs> impressive. 
It is. We, we cheaped out. Uh, but anyway, um, okay. And so, I, Lily, I'm sorry. We just we just totally like she's not here to defend herself, and you totally threw her under threw her under the tractor. No, she's really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, she, she poor. Yeah, yes. Well, it's no secret. Everybody in her hometown knows. Everyone in her hometown. Okay. I feel like as soon as you drive in a field, it must be a smaller hometown, right? I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's a small town. They too. have at least like. Yeah, it sounds like it. They have like at least three thousand people. 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 Let, me, yeah. let me do the segue there. Yeah. When you're driving, when you're driving, you see the sign as you're going into the town. It tells you how many yeah. people are there. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. fair enough, right? She's seen right. a lot of deers too, because like <laughs> to, to her deers. old house, deers. Uh, to her old house, like it's down a dirt road, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you see, I love this. It's like so, Murraysville all over. So again. like it'll be, <laughs> so it'll be completely dark at night. So my mom hit her fair share in college, and then the other day, um, I, I was actually while we were with her, my aunt, she really likes to hit deer too. Apparently, on accident, of course. I don't think they really like, like to on accident. No. Yeah. It was it's hunting. <laughs> no, my uncle loves to hunt. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> okay. But, like, what happened Not is with this she was driving really, really fast because she, like, loves to, like, speed on the roads. Like, she <laughs> loves it. Like, down the dirt road. She likes to go as fast There's as the There's going to be a family home. meeting in the Sims house later when she listens to this podcast. But, yeah. Daisy. She, she loves hitting me. It's okay. We've actually never <laughs> clarified what teacher uh, teach the teacher where or anything like that so no one really knows we're protecting identity and everything yeah nobody knows. yeah we haven't said first names last names and everything in between but I anyway did, i didn't think i didn't think on the way here tonight that my daughter would be saying you know family members they love to speed well and yeah, animals. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I didn't think it would go that way knock That's down okay. cows for points you know tractors take them out on purpose yeah it's great it's like hey is there a script for this it's like no there's no script you'll be fine you'll All be right. good we'll just so talk about animals just to move move on um so obviously this is not this is not a podcast just about driving but one of the reasons we chose the name drive is because driving is really talked about by a lot of high schoolers because it is literally like we mentioned earlier the symbol for high school it's a symbol for freedom and of moving forward of being able to like just like leave the house of getting a job and going on to college and being able to go on like like the biggest one of the biggest milestones i've seen is going on your first road trip without your parents um I remember in college, so my parents were, I know, don't cry, um, but no, my parents know. surprised me. Um, they chose just out of our whim um, when we went to college on a for orientation. My parents went with me, and it was really cool because uh, it was three hours, and we get there, and my dad, we go to Walmart to pick up some stuff, and he tosses me his car keys, and he said, hey, good luck on your way back. M- your mom and I are going on vacation. See ya. And left and got a rental car and everything and ditched. And I was like, I didn't drive there. I didn't know how to get back. I didn't know how maps worked. <laughs> I didn't know there were dead zones on the way back. And so I'd get lost and have to wait in like at a church and just lost completely until I find directions on what direction to go. And anyway, it was hilarious. But it was just like, it's just that of moving on of independence, really. And for us, for high school ministry, that's kind of our focus is our uh, not just like driving in independence, but also a self-driven faith. And so as we're moving on, like we've talked for children's ministry and teaching them the basics and the foundation and middle school ministry, teaching them about identity. And we still teach about that in high school, but in high school, we have four years until the majority of students end up leaving, end up going on to college or going off to college or moving on to adulthood and being independent. And so our goal as a high school pastor, as a high school ministry is really to develop a self-driven faith. Um, I think we looked up, I looked at statistics today, and it says like 66% of students that were active in high school 
in church dropped away and won't don't go uh, will go less than two times a, a month at most and so 66 that's like literally like two-thirds yeah. of high schoolers two out of every three high schoolers will drift away and so i hear that statistics and i'm like okay i have failed my job if our ministry looks just like that because i know it's not on me but my goal is to create and both to help out with parents and help out with students and helping y'all to get to that self-driven faith but reality is is in the end i can't hold your hand as you go and so and the Drive podcast, I really want to just bring in some students that I've seen and parents also that I've seen with self-driven faiths. And y'all are really unique about it because, Ella, I've been bragging about you recently a lot. Oh, no. But I talked about you like yesterday, um, literally to one of our students uh, about student leadership team stuff and about being a leader, even though you might not be a student leader yet. And just ways that you've already been leading. And so we do that and we brag on y'all because you're in ninth grade, you just started high school, and yet we're already seeing a little bit of a self-driven faith in you. And so that's super cool. Um, Elle, I just wanted to ask you, let's start out with, like, what do you think it looks like to help have a personally driven faith? Well, like, just to have integrity and know what not to do when you're not around your parents. And, like, acting the same at church as you would at school and the same at school as you would at church, which is so random. Yeah, no. But... And then I think also, like, it helps when you read your Bible and are constantly in the Word and, like, pray without, like, you know, like, being in a huge group setting or something. And to just have a community of believers you can commute with, even though, like, I don't know. Like, not just going to church and just saying you go to church. Like, actually pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And to clarify for everyone listening, again, um, Ella's in ninth grade now. So anyway, if I had a worksheet on how to answer that question, I don't think I would have answered it that well. But seriously, like, that's awesome. Both talking about community, talking about that, the everything, just awesome. Anyway, I'm astonished. But Landon, um, so obviously is the person who, um, you know, did all the work in this and had no other help at all. Uh, does this like, did you see that come? Like, do you see that transition of that personally driven faith or is it something that like was overnight and you're like, Whoa, what? Like, how do you see that? I think we all wish it would be overnight. You know, people could just like open a present and be like, Oh, here, give this to your kid and they'll be perfect. Uh, or they'll start working on things they haven't worked on before. Um, but no, you know, you can kind of see the transition in her, um, just her approach to going to different things and really taking responsibility for her relationships with other people, um, just the way that she approached different things. And it was like church kind of energized her. You know, her, her whole life she's been around a lot of people. You know, Jesus is important to us, right? I hope. Um, but it's, it's, it's nice to see those, those actions, thinking about other people, you know, putting other people first. I mean – we're not perfect here uh, around the, the table here. Speak right? for yourself, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but sorry, it's, 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 it's good steps in the right direction, and it's encouraging. But, yeah, it was not a, it's not an overnight thing, but it's a process, you know. Yeah. Um, honestly, and, it's, and it's, it's really – it's so weird to see, like – like, again, I just said astonished, but it's real. Um, it's just that, like – because that's our real goal. That's what we hunger for as a, as a ministry. That's what I desire like, with all my heart to see in our students' lives as they are creating that personally driven faith. And what I love about both your answer and your answer, Landon, is that both of y'all instantly made it an outward thing, too. It is saying, talking about community and 
reaching out and growing and not only in replicating that faith as well and reaching out and communicating with others people. And so that's so cool to see. Um, Landon, just back to like that driving same similar thing. Was it easy for you whenever you started? Like both talking about your faith as well. Like was it easy when like did you see a self-driven faith in your teenage years? How did that become for you? You know, I absolutely did not. I was uh, I was kind of a mess. Yeah, my daughter's laughing at me right now. Uh, I was kind of a mess when I was a kid, and so you know, I I don't feel like I had an easy start to anything at all. There's um, just circumstances in life I feel like kind of sidetracked me for a long time, and so you know, I think that's what's really encouraging about my kids now is that. You know, we give them an opportunity to take that avenue, to have that self-driven faith and, you know, take steps toward having responsibility with your faith. And, you know, so, yeah, I, I did not have an easy start in my life. I, I learned a lot about, I learned a lot later on in life that w- probably would have helped me out a lot that I had it a little earlier, right? Um, but, yeah, for me, it was a little delayed. Do you think that start for you ended up affecting how you parented, like in order, like helping out, like as you saw your own faith journey different, like did that impact how you and Lily wanted to parent your children or did that come into play or? I think Lily's probably been really standard on how to parent a long time. She's really good at that. Um, But for me, I, I think when you go through a lot of problems or you have a lot of issues in life or you take the wrong road, um, the, the pain and the issues that you run into over time, you know, if you, if you can just rectify that or have a strategy that can make that process easier on you, I think for me as a parent, it's like, hey, I don't want to be too pushy, right? But I do want to make sure that they have the opportunity to explore this and understand this. And I think if anything, if there's questions that my daughter's ever asked me, it's like, hey, take the time to answer the questions, you know. Yeah. Uh, spend some time in that. You know, don't don't treat it like it's some sort of problem or issue or something that's, you know. Yeah. We kind of call that like time. recognizing seeds, like literally noticing those opportunities that have just to grow, like to try to help. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, Ella, like, so you're, you're kind of proof that you don't actually have to be able to drive in order to have a self-driven faith. Um, what do you think, like, how do you think other students can start moving into that? Well, I have people ask me this all the time, and they always ask, how can you have faith if you can't see God? And what I say every time is read the freaking Bible. Like That's, that's th- straight that's out of the Bible, I think. That's the Yes, verse. Like, just read, read the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> like, if you want to have a self-driven faith, try to get, like, get your parents to drive you to church. Like, Go to a youth event, like, read your Bible, because that really helps again. Like, just do that. And that's a great way you can have a self-driven faith. Go to FCA. Do stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, oh, I even love that. Like, we were talking yesterday about FCA and uh, see at the poll coming up. And for some, it's even already happened. But um, uh, but for all of that, like, just that even at school, like, if you're like, oh, well, I can't even go to church, then, like, some students, like, they have Christian events at yeah. their school and they have so many different opportunities. And also like, if you don't have a Bible, I will seriously, we say it every time. If you would like a Bible and you don't have a Bible, we'll get you a Bible. Let us know. 
reach out and we will get it for you. Do you want your name on it? You want it in gold? You want it in silver? Yeah, uh, maybe not that. Or maybe blood. I'll write it in my own blood. But anyway. (laughs) That uh, would be expensive. Jesus, blood, you know, works too. So anyway, I didn't know it was cheaper than doing the whole imprint and gold and stuff. We might even do that. Who knows? But anyway, uh, and again, just to put our money where our mouth is, I'm Jonah at thesimplechurch.tv if anyone needs to know. And reach out. We literally will get you a Bible if you want one. Um, And so... Seriously, yeah, just opening up God's word and then getting out yeah. there and getting in part of the church, part of the community. That's awesome. So, Landon, I know that it's not just you, that Lily is absolutely awesome. And honestly, like, we got to see her as a leader at Big Stuff. And I got to see is like, she's not only a leader at Big Stuff, but because of how amazing I saw her as a leader at Big Stuff, she was one of the top people on our list of when we were like, okay, I want more Sunday leaders. She was like, first call right there. And I'm always like, both times, I was like, okay, I'm prepared for a no. I'm prepared for a no. And as she has said yes, I'm like, yes. And so seeing her, like, she has been, and someone, again, even today, I was having lunch with some of our leaders, and they were bragging on her today, literally about her as a Sunday leader. And so seeing it comes up, y'all's family comes up a lot of guests. I don't know. Um, And so just seeing that, and it's so cool of just, I know it's not just you, and I know it's her too, and it takes a partnership of parents, but how do you think, like, what can you say to parents that are wanting to encourage that personal driven faith in their own, their children? I think, uh, you know, you got to kind of come alongside them with it. You know, you got to be there. You got to participate with them. Um, it's it's got to be important to you. Um, I, I look at this and I think, hey, you know, are there, are there things that, that other parents could do or that we could do? Are there actions that we could take? Um just thinking about in my life you know we talked about my little journey earlier you know there were other people's parents that spent time with me as I was growing up there were other people that came alongside that journey and I know we're specifically talking about like parent relationships but this is important I I think that allowing your kids to find a mentor allowing your kids to find some other people that they can ask questions to because look I know my daughter thinks I'm awesome (laughs) <laughs> Always. Uh, totally. But there might be a time where I'm not going to be the one that she is going to ask a question to. I'm not going to be the one that she's going to have the opportunity to talk to before she has to make a decision. But I would say encourage vulnerability in your kids. Uh, encourage them to, you know, speak about their faith, talk to other people about things, and just don't shy away from that. And I think God can do good things with that. And so, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And I think one of the biggest things that we do, like I'm a part, the the reason high school ministry exists is to be a part of a support system for students. The primary person, the person pulling the majority of the weight is always going to be a parent, but, and should, and should always be a guardian or a parent, even when parents aren't there. But having that, it's that even without that, if one person falls, that you still have a support system around you. And so that's why it's so intentional that we don't have volunteers in the high school ministry. If you're interested in helping us, we would love to have you. Don't hear me wrong, but we have leaders. And so it's, you're not here as a volunteer. You're not here just to help set up or something, but instead we have people that are pouring into students. And so even if it's not their own leading others. And so I love that. And so having, creating that biblical community of not just students and peers, but also of just people that are adults that have been there that want to support you. And so that is so cool. I love that. Um, 
Man, that's awesome. I love how it keeps coming back to community because that was not something I was even expecting myself. Um, so I know we're going a little bit long, but anyway, I just wanted to say first off, thank y'all. Like, thank y'all so much for, for launching our Drive podcast. And so talking about that self-driven faith and that high school ministry podcast, um, y'all make sure, everyone listening, make sure to tune in next week. Like and subscribe. Uh, you'll fear, uh, find out what's going on next week. And so I don't know. I know we have literally so many podcasts that we've already mentioned that have been launching. And so tune in next week, hear what someone else has to say. Until then, what do we say? Peace. Peace.